Every week, the Orange Fizz team breaks down the five most pressing questions about Syracuse athletics. Holy cow, what a big time defensive play! No holds barred. I pity the fool. It's the Fizz Five. Five! Welcome all to the Orange Fizz postgame Twitter space. This is Carter Bainbridge, and we are fresh off a Syracuse victory from inside the Dome. SU 82, Virginia Tech 72, and about as good a game as the Orange have played all year long. They tied their season high in three-pointers made. They shot almost 51%, tallied up 15 assists on the offensive end, and played some pretty stingy defense against the Hokies in an all-around complete victory for Syracuse. And an ACC win at that. So Syracuse getting its markup in the conference as well. Now 4-2 and two in ACC play, 11-6 overall at 8-3 from inside the Dome. It's officially midseason form time for SU. That was the main takeaway from this game. Syracuse can compete with most of the ACC, if not all, if it plays the way it did tonight against the Hokies. Syracuse's best five in this game, though. My first thought coming off this game, Best five on the floor. You have your three J's, Jesse, Judah, and Joe, and your two experienced seniors and your dynamic freshman guard. But then Justin Taylor and Malik Brown at the forward spot, the two guys to round out that five. That's your best guys on the floor right there. Justin Taylor and Malik Brown were fantastic. These are two guys who knew each other well from their time in Virginia, who played with each other at the AAU circuit back in the day, and they both looked outstanding in some extended time in this game Malik Brown in particular we'll talk a lot about him but in this game Justin Taylor 29 minutes 10 points on three of six shooting made a couple three-pointers as well and then Malik Brown was fabulous in this game 34 minutes 11 points and 12 rebounds a double double for the freshman from Culpeper Virginia and with Malik and Justin Taylor on the floor in the first half Syracuse was plus 11 Outscored Tech by 11 points with both guys on the floor. So no Chris Bell, no Benny Williams. Those two guys started again, but both played pretty limited roles in this game. Chris Bell just nine minutes, Benny Williams only eight. And Syracuse, after that plus 11 stretch, entered the halftime break with a six-point lead. I don't have stats for the whole game on Syracuse's plus-minus with Malik and Justin on the floor throughout the whole game. But my goodness, the team looked great with both those guys in at the same time. I'm not really sure what got Benny Williams stuck to the bench tonight. He got pulled after six minutes in the first half. He missed a shot, had a turnover, and didn't play again until there were eight minutes left in the second half. Maybe Jim Boeheim just wanted Malik Brown in and stuck with the hot hand. Maybe Benny showed early he didn't have it after he was coming back from, from being sick. Not really sure, but... Brown in particular showed a ton tonight, and I wrote previously on the Fizz after the Pitt game, I think it was, and I'll say it right now, Malik Brown should start for this team, whether that's for Chris Bell or for Benny Williams. I mean, Jim Beheim showed that he'll play both Benny Williams and Malik on the floor at the same time, two bigger forwards, and you maybe sacrifice a little bit of shooting without Chris Bell, who did have six points in this game, hit a couple threes. But if you want to go bigger and you want to go defense heavy, then Malik Brown is your guy. He looked great tonight in another 30-plus minute game in this one against the Hokies. And Justin Taylor, meanwhile, his one-time fellow Virginian and now teammate, he didn't bring the house down, did Taylor. 
And he wasn't a, a groundbreaking offensive presence, but he put up 10 points. And on the offensive end, he commanded attention away from Joe Girard, who finished with 24 points, 10 of 20 shooting in this game. So Taylor hit half his shots, made a pair of three-pointers, and made things all around easier for a couple of other guys on the offensive end who lit it up for Syracuse. Bjorn had five guys in this game scoring double figures. Gerard led the way with 24, Jesse Edwards 13, Judah Mintz 12, Malik Brown 11, and then Justin Taylor with 10. So a couple freshmen, three freshmen out of those five with double-digit points in this game. Gerard and Jesse, the uh, exceptions in this one. Jesse Edwards had a... Uh, a pretty hefty role at this game. It seemed like he was always around the ball down on the block on the offensive end and didn't get a ton of his shots to fall, but he was always around the basket. Seemed like he was always involved, had some unlucky bounces on the offensive end, but 13 points on four, 10 shooting for him, six assists, nine rebounds, finished second on the team in that category behind only Malik. So you got what you wanted out of Jesse and he distributed the ball pretty well. Six assists for him led the team. Syracuse Mimo had 18 assists in this game, really spread it around. So all things considered, in this game, I mean, hands down, to me, this is the best basketball we've seen from SU this season. This is Carter Bainbridge on the Orange Fizz postgame Twitter space. Instant reactions, and my instant reaction to this one, as I'm sure it is for a lot of other people, is that this is the most impressive we've seen in the Orange. At least, it's up there. When you consider place opponent and time in the season Syracuse has had better games against worse teams like Oakland and Monmouth but Virginia Tech has talent ranked 41st in Ken Palm entering the day were the Hokies only Virginia and Illinois out of all SU's opponents they've played so far this year ranked higher than did Virginia Tech coming into this game but you wouldn't know it by today Syracuse with that 82 to 72 final score tonight and these are games you have to have if you're Syracuse, all due respect to Hunter Couture, by the way, the senior guard and sharpshooter who did not play today. He could not overcome the elbow injury he's dealt with so far this season. At first, there was news that he was going to play tonight, but then we found in the pregame that he was not dressed to play. He had a jumpsuit on, not a jersey, and he didn't come into the game tonight. Virginia Tech's th third leading scorer from a year ago is Couture, and without him, the Hokies barely had any presence from outside only three of nine on three pointers but he wouldn't have changed anything today if he had played through that elbow injury because Syracuse had everything working today they had ball movement they rebounded won the rebound battle had a solid start in the first half which you haven't been able to say this whole season as he has had slow starts against even teams on paper that it was better than Oakland Monmouth Notre Dame Colgate these are all games that Syracuse struggled to get out of the gate. But today, the Orange led by six at halftime, 43-37. And Syracuse got scoring from its main pieces. Joe Girard, 24 points at 10 to 20 shooting. You get 13 from Jesse, a dozen from Judah Mintz. It's going to be hard for the Orange to lose games when you get point figures and crooked numbers from its main guys like that. You finish up with five players in double-digit scoring, 13 assists, at one point in the game, finished with 18, and the 13 was at halftime, I believe. Won the rebounding battle and kept its centers out of foul trouble. Syracuse did that. Jesse Edwards finished with four, but a couple of those came very late in the game when it didn't matter. Meanwhile, Munir Hima 
actually did get into a little foul trouble, but again, late in the second half, he notched his uh, his third. And you saw good defense down low, not only from Edwards, but from Brown as well, manning that uh, power forward spot at the four. Brown had the double-double. And this is the best version of a Syracuse team we've seen hands down and against a Virginia Tech team that didn't have its best night but just got flat-out whipped by an Orange team that played an inspired brand of basketball in front of its home crowd. And a limited crowd at that wasn't the biggest we've seen inside the Dome this year with all the students still on uh, winter break. But at the end of the day, we've been hard on Jim Beheim at the Fizz. Very hard, in fact. But he stuck with what was working, and you have to give him a lot of credit. Credit where it's due. He stuck with Malik Brown, stuck with Justin Taylor for plenty of this game. Taylor had 29 minutes. Meanwhile, Malik Brown, 34, and clearly had his guys prepared for this game. You know, he, he didn't spend a lot of time up off the seat on the uh, the SU bench barking at guys. He could have a pretty relaxing night by his standards, all things considered, because Syracuse played a put-together, prepared, fluid game of basketball. Shot almost 51% on the night, did Syracuse, and played some stout defense, and that's a good recipe for the Orange this season. 82-72 to 72 is your final once again. Syracuse over Virginia Tech from inside the JMA Wireless Dome. And we're here on the Orange Fizz Twitter space. Got a couple listeners in here right now. And guys, if you have any thoughts on the game tonight, feel free to speak up. We're glad to hear from you. Especially on a night where Syracuse impressed so mightily. And Virginia Tech, meanwhile, without Hunter Couture, was miserable from three-point distance. And in the second half, couldn't really get anything going offensively. If you look at the box score, it says that Syracuse outscored Virginia Tech 39-35 to in the second half, closer than the first half, but that doesn't tell you the whole story. Syracuse got off to an 18-4 to run to start the second half and never really looked back. The Orange had a 20-point lead at one point in this game and kind of coasted toward the end. But Syracuse dominant today over Virginia Tech and Looked better than it did against teams like Louisville. Looked better than it did against Virginia not too long ago. Looked better than it did right before the holiday break against Pittsburgh. And if Syracuse plays like this against the rest of the ACC, well, by the end of the season, the Orange could have well a winning record in the conference or very close to it. I'm not sure if it's enough to beat the top, top-tier teams in the conference. But, boy, really solid stuff from Jim Beheim and crew on this day. So next up is Notre Dame inside the Dome on the 14th. SU already did clip the Irish in South Bend earlier in the season and is playing hotter basketball this time around. So don't miss that one in three days' time. We'll have coverage of that one on the orangefizz.com as well. Not only our live tweeting, but our post-game instant reactions Twitter space. So thank you to all of you who have come in. But for now, this has been Carter Bainbridge for the orangefizz.com. We're just about to ready to wrap things up here on our Twitter space. Again, we'll have coverage in three days for the Notre Dame game, so be sure to tune in not only for our live tweets but for our post-game coverage as well on the Fizz. Thank you to everybody who could pop in, but we'll see you next time. That's it for now on this edition of the OrangeFizz.com's post-game instant reactions Twitter space. And that's your Fizz 5. Listen next week. Subscribe, rate, and review. This has been an Orange Fizz production.